1991, I was the recipient of the ever so loving nickname, Tina Talk A Lot. Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal though, I actually really love to listen too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't veer off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Well, hello, everybody. I am so excited today I get to interview Jen Amslander, and she is with, um, well, she's her herself, first of all. Let's just say, like, she's a human being that I love just because she's, you know, who she is. Right. Um, But she is also um, works with one of my very best business friends, Terry Johnson. I've talked about her here on the podcast. Actually, I've interviewed her on almost all my podcasts several times. And I thought, you know what? I want someone within the business uh, to bring on here. And so um, Terry Johnson's business is uh, keeping it personal, refined communities. And the reason why you probably heard that before is because I do talk about refine on a regular basis because it's a place that I I network and I have community and I connect and I actually can't imagine my business uh, without this community anymore. And so Jen, uh, I don't even know what do you have like an exact title at yes we had to come okay. up with that as we were doing that. So vice president oh. of operations. Oh that sounds like a really I know it's really fancy, right? <laughs> like oh my gosh, but we had to like Google search different. Isn't that so awesome? <laughs> yes. When you're so small and you don't care about titles, you're just like, <laughs> what should we call you? What is your job and everything? But all things like my hands are in all things when it comes to the keeping it personal and the refined community. So super blessed to be able to um know and be a part of a little bit of everything. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I know you and I have been here sitting on zoom for like 35 minutes already talking. <laughs> yes. And it was like, okay, we better hit record. Like, let's get record. <laughs> Yeah. Cause there was like some juicy nuggets too. We probably could have like tossed in, you know, but, um, I love that. One thing that we were discussing a little bit is, you know, it was very similar in refine as I ran uh, my marketing design company with, you know, smaller group of, uh, employees, Um, And the thing that I think is so beautiful about that is that it creates relationships that you almost become like an owner in the business. And I think that's one thing, Jen, that you've done really, really well, that if I was to only meet you and I didn't know Terry, similar to how I, my marketing company, if people would have met Angie, who was my co-runner of Tenacious, if people would have met her or they met you, they would think you owned the business. You really project that and you have the ownership. If something went wrong, you're like, you take it on yourself. I think that there is a really special uh, piece in both of, you know, in you and Angie, you know, that you can do that and you can step into that. Now, before we jump into all the things refined and all of that, I'd love for people to just to hear a little bit of backstory of like where your journey came, like, how did you end up here in this space? Um, And yeah, so if you want to just dive into that a tiny bit, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So it's kind of fun too, because um, it's all about the journey, right? And so um, Mm -hmm. I I have a senior this year in high school. And so he's graduating and we're looking at colleges and all that stuff. And so you start to pick degrees and all these things. And it kind of takes you back to like, 
how did you get here? Right now you're in your forties and like what you started out is not nearly where, like what you're doing right now. Right. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I think there's a part of it. I know sometimes people are like, Oh, it's so silly. You have to pick what you want to do when you're 18, you know, for the rest of your life. And it's like, well, kind of not like I picked what I wanted to do. And now I'm doing something, you know, sort of the same, sort of different and it's okay. Like part of the journey. Right. Yeah. And I, I guess absolutely. And I think that like looking back again now, um, I, every place that you go, right. Then there's things, there's, there's lessons that you learn. There's just experiences that you are able to bring with you into whatever that next season is. And I love it that we live in a, in a country that's no, there's, there's no shortage of opportunities, right? So you get to be able to just pivot, change your mind and do different things like that. So back to my journey. Um, my journey started in clinical nursing. Um, I worked in from OBGYN, which was my absolute favorite. And then, um, landed in family practice, working urgent care nights and weekends. And so, um, I had at that point when I was in urgent care, I was, had settled in there because I'm a mom of three, I had three kids and, uh, it was a way to be able to, for me to stay home during the day and then work nights and weekends doing that over a few years. Um, my husband and I were high-fiving in the driveway. Uh, (laughs) my marriage was sucking. Uh, I, we weren't able to really spend time together because we were just literally just two ship, two ships, just, you know, passing. Mm -hmm. And so at one point I just got to the point where when our, our third baby came, I was working casual. So it wasn't super like, it wasn't all the time, but it was still enough. Right. And, uh, I just was like, like life has to be different. We've got to, if something's going to change, something has to change. And so, uh, I gave up that career and I stepped into the unknown (laughs) of like embracing parenting. Uh, but also a little bit about my journey, um, came from the personal side of things. I was, uh, so there's six years between my first and second, I had multiple miscarriages, um, and actually lost a baby at 22 weeks with anencephaly. So I delivered at 20 weeks and she lived for four hours. And so having these children were like, was really important to me to be their mom, because that's all I had spent all of my twenties doing is wanting to be a mom and doing everything I could to, to have that, that, um, dream and vision become a reality. And so, um, to, to do that, then I had stepped away and then really just embraced being a mom. Okay. Which was awesome until the fact that you have three kids. And if anybody out there has three kids, you know, (laughs) three kids is no joke. (laughs) And then, so there's six years between my first and second and then 19 months between my two. Right. So I joke and I'm like, there's three years of my life. I don't remember Um, (laughs) just raising them so close in age. But with that being said, um, I also got to the point of being a stay at home mom and doing all of the things. um, And I found myself really honestly, my testimonial is like standing in the laundry room, crying over laundry. Um, I was folding laundry. I was sad. I was alone. Like I felt really lonely. I felt like, um, I loved everything that I had wanted and prayed for. Um, and desperately saw it out. I, I had, I had three beautiful children and all the things. And I was feeling the self guilt of like, why isn't this enough? Why don't I feel fulfilled? What am I missing? And, um, and then I had to get really real with myself. <laughs> and uh, there was a couple of things that were missing. One that I was completely, um, I was depleted in nutrients um, from just all of the hormonal stuff that had been going on for probably 10 years. Um, 
And so anyways, I had gone on to connect with a, a girlfriend like that had happened in maybe like in October in January, I'd gone on and I, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and I remember exactly where we were. We were in her, um, in her entryway of her house. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done being broke. I'm done being like trying to put all these pieces together. Like this is the, the year. This is exactly when it's going to happen. I'm going to find something new and this is what's going to happen. Well, later in that, that same, probably that same week, that same friend reached out to me and she's like, Hey, there's this new company that's upcoming. Um, they're just launching. And I think it would be a really good fit for you. Cause it would blend your, your nursing background. Um, and it's, it has to do with supplements and health and wellness. And I know how important that is to you and things like that. And I was like, and my girlfriend's name is Angel. I was like, Angel, if this is direct sales, cause she was in direct sales, if this is direct <laughs> sales, it's a hard pass, hard pass. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I have a background in nursing. That means that I eat healthy and do all the things that I'm supposed to do. And that should be just enough. So anyways, long story short, um, I, was got to the point where I was like, what do I have to lose? Like, I have nothing to lose. Right. So I literally, um, she gave me some stuff to try. I tried it. I fell in love. I felt like me again. And, and from that point on, I, within 30 days, I had done over $12,000 in sales, um, in my first month with this company. And I had no idea what I was doing. So <laughs> God just like threw me in and was just like, okay. And totally funny because I know we're talking a lot about business and different things like that, but we talk about messaging a lot, right? And you got to get really clear with your messaging. And I kid you not, my messaging was, I do not know what is in this stuff. All I know is, it's not going to want, you're not going to want to eat your young. <laughs> like you're <laughs> going to love your children again. Like they're not going to, you have the energy to keep up with them. Right. And so, um, and that is how my, my journey to business began. So I was in direct sales, um, for, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of when I actually met Terry. Um, so I was probably in direct sales about two years and my team was doing really well. Um, I, we were generating, a, a right around a hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue. Um, and in sales, I should say, um, in sales, we were doing that and, uh, that was really great, but I had plateaued in my business and I knew that I needed to learn more about business. So mm-hmm. I knew that a piece of that was really being able to uh, surround myself with people who were where I wanted to be. Like yeah. I had envisioned this place where I'd just be like, Hey, can I, I'm looking at investing in this, or I'm looking at doing this. Is it worth it? Do you recommend it? You know, just really being able to learn from people's experiences and, uh, just glean from other people's almost successes and failures. Right. Cause that's part of the journey. Uh, and I really wanted to be able to have, I wanted to surround myself with people that were, um, we're like that. We're open to be able to share their, uh, what's worked, what hasn't. And then, um, I wanted to learn. I was hungry to learn. Found Terry Johnson, became a member of the refined community, became fast friends with her. I loved what she was doing. Love, love, loved what she was doing. Um, and then I started, uh, volunteering and opened a chapter for the refined community in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Led that started working, uh, with Terry 10 hours a week. And then now it is full-time plus. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so, and that was about five years ago. So that's kind of like my journey in a nutshell, but it really came from like the personal and professional side of just evolving and constantly in today's day and age, we use the word pivot a lot. Right. Um, but it really does. It was a lot of pivoting and a lot of willingness to be like, what do I have to lose? I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to try something new. Yep. That's awesome. I love so many of the things that you said. One thing that really stands out to me is 
the messaging and in, in how you got started in your, in your own business. And I think that there was something so beautiful about the first stages in business when you are naive mm-hmm. and, you know, people may see it right. Or they may not. And it, it comes back to like the trusting factor with, with your, with your people that are listening. Right. And so I remember when I first started in my marketing company, I remember going to someone, it was actually someone I didn't know, but Preston knew them really well. They were a client of his and he's a personal trainer. And so, you know, they were with him on a frequent basis and he was telling them what I was, what I was planning to do. And the main piece of my marketing company was helping people with their social media. And so it was so new to people. Actually, the word social media wasn't even like a term like that wasn't out there yet. And we talked about Facebook and I remember having what I was going to do for them. My, my packaging was going to be run, walk or run, jog, walk. Like that's what I was going to yes. say. I named it. I mean, what? And I remember him saying, like I was meeting with, he was like, I don't really understand this analogy, but this is the package I want to go with. <laughs> and I'm sure he was just, and it was like printed on cardstock, some like lame design. I found it the other day and I was like, oh, just like naive beginnings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it is, I think there was, and, and he became like a very large client of mine. I actually left my corporate job because of him, um, how much I took on for him. And they were my client for like almost, well, almost the whole time I had my business, they came back and forth and, you know, I did different work with them and stuff. And at that time they probably could have been like, um, just kidding. We want to go with someone a little bit more professional. Right. And so I think for anyone that's listening, I guess I just, it really resonated with me to think like, you don't have to know it all. Like mm-hmm. Jen didn't know all the ingredients. Jen didn't know all the reasons or all the science or all the stuff. And she probably didn't even understand, you didn't understand like how this was going to make you even money. You're like, <laughs> no. I'm, help me. I'm going to share it with you, you know? Yeah. And a little bit too, as jumping into refine, I mean, I think anytime you're in small business for yourself, like you don't, you don't probably even know what's going to happen next week. Sometimes you're like, things are going to shift or change, or, you know, now that you obviously work for someone, Terry can change her mind, which we know that's frequent. She likes creativity and creating new things. And Entrepreneurship or the entrepreneurial mindset for sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know I had a girlfriend that, um, she, it, this is such a random story to share, but she had never worked for a small business owner and I had helped her get a job at a small business. Okay. And all of a sudden I realized like, oh no, like some of the things that she was frustrated about, I was like, oh, you've never worked for a small business owner before. That's how they work. Like, this is who we are. Like the things you're complaining yes. about, I am that, you know, like <laughs> you just have to know, like we are in business ownership for ourselves because we like change. We like things to shift. We like crazy ideas. And, you know, even going to my assistant and telling her, I'm going to do a podcast every day for 90 days. She's like, Oh heck no. Like, are you serious? If you're going to do this and you have to have me, my episodes by this date, like straight up, not trusting me because 90 days is a long time for an entrepreneur to commit to something, you know? So here we are, but, um, in the refined world, yeah. Now that you're in it and now, gosh, you guys have seen so many shifts and changes and just like, just to give like a small, I've been a part of this process the whole time, Terry, yeah. 
You helped um, build it. Yeah. Yeah. Terry was a good friend of mine before. And I remember her telling me she wanted to do this. And I also thought she was a little bit crazy. Um, but really how refine started, uh, was we knew there was a need for networking in the Christian women space. Like there was a piece missing and it has evolved so much over that time. You know, you guys have coaching and, um, you know, just really, truly helping people with their business businesses through and through. And then another even, um, program where you get to help people level up in their businesses beyond, you know, networking and community and all that stuff. And I've watched this like evolve and move and go and then COVID COVID hit, right? Yes. So here you are meeting in person. A lot of people, although there's so much more to refine, a lot of people look at refine and are like, Hey, what I have here is I go to a networking group once a month, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, as much as we've like tried to fight this, I, 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 I know Jen knows this, but I can tell you guys this, I jump on calls with Terry or Jen and like, we try to figure out different things or like, how can we shift this wording or how, you know, how can we help with this? And, um, that is a constant kind of, I guess, branding or marketing, you know, issue. I don't know if that's the right word, but to like, let people know, like, it's so much more than meeting in person. Right. So now we hit COVID and we can't meet in person. Right. Yeah. And so what so many people thought of refine, they had to shift in their mind or they left. Right. So you guys saw some, you know, people leave and it is what it is, but now we're back in person again. Yeah. And so it's like almost the business has changed so much. Like, can you just share that? Because I think we use the word pivot and, you know, love it or hate it. It is what we are doing on a regular basis in the midst of this, whatever you want to call it thing happening in our world, you know, um, that we're all having to do this. And you guys had to do it in some really big ways because you have hundreds of people, a part of your, part of your community. So yeah. So, um, COVID was a huge, uh, it was a huge bummer for us, um, because we had decided to grow this model and like our, that year going into 2020, I think is when things really started to, so we had our, we usually do our meetings in the fall before the next year. Right. So we had met must've been in October, um, November of 2019. And like our big push was like to have a refined gathering in every state across the country. Like that was our one great goal. Like that was where we were focused on. And so once the virus really kicked up and things started happening and then places started closing and all the things we were just like, oh gosh, like this is our whole business model. Right. Um, at that point. Um, and so we just had to really hunker down and truth be told, it was not easy. There was not an, it was not an easy decision. Um, by any means, because before COVID we had two. So there was three of us on Terry's team total. And we had some really rock star ladies that we were working with. And so, um, there were some really hard decisions that had to be made. And as a company, like we had to get really lean, um, and decide what would, did that look like moving forward and what did people need? I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And so one of the things that I talk about a lot too, you'll hear me use again, I said this earlier, but what, where you've been is what you sometimes bring also to what you're currently doing. So sometimes I'll call it tri triage mode. Like you're constantly like, what is the biggest problem area? Where do we need to apply the most pressure <laughs> to make the biggest impact and then keep moving through. Right. <clears throat> you just take things in order of kind of like at need. And so we had to really figure out what is it that people need? Cause everybody's, everybody's having to switch to go online. 
So you had businesses again, like in your town, my town, everywhere that all of a sudden were at a standstill. Streets were empty. People were hunkered down in their homes. And now what do those small business owners need to be successful in this environment? And they needed a sounding board. They needed help to be able to, um, you know, pivot themselves. And what does my business look like now? And they were, they had to ask themselves the same questions that we did. What do my clients need? And so that's what we did. It was a beautiful thing. I will say in hindsight, COVID is one of the best things that ever happened to us as a company, because we got so solid on, um, how that, how we serve at such a deep level. Like we learned so much about ourselves, uh, in that season that, um, it, it was, it was so incredibly hard, but I'm, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like it made our business stronger. It made our community tighter and it really just made our business model really bulletproof. Like in a sense where we know we don't have to worry about if we can, cause we know that there's always a solution to every problem. We just have to find that solution. So that's what we did. We went all online, offered more coaching, just bless the socks off of all of the people that we um, had an opportunity to bring into our community. We offered more online um, accessibility. And so we did more webinars and different things to create a bigger audience. And so I believe we had nine locations, nine or 10 locations, like pre-COVID, we call it, um, where we were doing in-person across the country. And last October, we finally decided to just like enough is enough. We're going to start opening up and see what happens back in person. And um, we ended up launching 15 chapters. So we almost doubled in size in from there. You know what I mean? Like when we started March of 2020 to now October of 2021, um, people were ready to, they're ready for something different. They were hungry. They weren't taking meeting in person for granted any longer they knew relationships. And again, that's one of the other really cool things too, is if I think about that for even business owners, relationships are where it's asked. Do not ever discredit the time it takes to build relationships because those are, it's like a small investment upfront for long-term gain. Like it is such, so important. You will always, you will always find success as long as you have built relationships. Mm, Yes. Oh, you know, I just did an episode, um, it was probably about five episodes ago. It's called your cheat code. And the concept behind this cheat code is everyone has one. We just need to figure out what it is. And mm-hmm. so kind of like child of the eighties, but there used to be cheat codes there still is, but you know, for different video games. And so like, if you could figure out this cheat code for this video game, then you would get more lives, right? You would mm. last longer. You would, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd do it better. Right. And so that concept, so my absolute, my cheat code, when I started in network marketing, people are like, how did you do this so fast? Or like, how, you know, why did you, how did you attract this person or that or whatever, you know? And I was like, I already had the relationships. Like I had been networking for almost 10 years before I started in doTERRA. And that was my cheat code is so simple. Um, but I had those relationships in place. I had that trust with people. So when I went to them and said, Hey, do you want to do this business alongside me? They were like, yeah, cause they knew me. They trusted me. I had the track record. And is that necessary to succeed in business? 
know that you could have another cheat code, right? There could be something else that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Maybe that cheat code won't make you go quite as fast or as have many lives or whatever, um, but it's still there. You still have it. But relationships absolutely key. When I look around, it's funny. So I'm actually one of the leaders for one of the chapters and here in Hudson, Wisconsin. And I looked around this last week and I looked at everyone that was there and I was like, oh, wow. Every single one of these people, every single one of these people in this room have a doTERRA account with me. And it's kind of wild to think you'd think, well, Tina, well, maybe you should be in a different room, you know, like there's, you know, other people to meet, whatever. No, I'm like, those people are my, like, absolutely my people, right? Like, and you know what, if someone else comes in that room and, you know, that isn't on my team, right? You, it's almost certain that it's going to be brought up that Tina's your go-to person Mm -hmm. for oil, right? And so I've created this relationship and these people in this room I've been in relationship with far longer than they were in refine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the relationship has been built through that and being able to connect on a regular basis. And so, yes, in person, I'm so glad it's back. Um, I know actually while we're recording this, we're starting to be maybe in another little things closing up, shutting down in different places. And I'm like, I just rebuke that. Like, like this is not happening. Yeah. I don't think that, I I don't think that there, I, anyways, I pray that that doesn't happen. Yep. Well, also we're in Wisconsin. I call it the wild, wild west. It's like, you know, it's a totally different world. We, we can, we can do all the things. Anyways, we don't need to get into all that, but, um, I love it. So the shifts and the pivots and the things, what has been like one of the, um, I guess biggest, things you've learned now that you moved into this again, like you had in person, you had to stop You're back to in person again. Was there something that like got, you know, push you guys or that you learned in it that like, I don't know, that'd be helpful for people to hear. Yeah. So one of the things, there's a couple things. One, and Terry's going to probably laugh because if she listens to this episode, but Um, one of the things was she really wanted to shut it down. She was just like, let's just, people kept asking, are you coming back? Are you coming back? And I was like, ah, I just don't feel a piece about it. Like, let's just not make a commitment to not do it right now. Like, let's just wait another little bit longer, a little bit longer. Cause a lot of people were asking for it. And again, like one of the things, if you hang out with us long enough, you're going to know that like what we do is we decide where we're going and then we work backwards from there. Okay. So in business, like that's, we're just, we're always like where we headed and then we map it out accordingly. Right. Mm -hmm. What are we, where, what's our target, where we headed. And so to be, have this kind of like stirring, right. is kind of, can kind of be a distraction, but I just kept saying like, let's just wait, let's just hold on to it. Let's just see what the next season brings, like give another 90 days or whatever. And so I remember exactly where we were in, we were in Savannah, Georgia at a workshop and stuff like that. And I'm like, Terry, I go, here's the thing. Like people are asking for this. And I think this goes back to be able to not only build the relationships, but you also have to be willing to listen and fill a need. That's all that business is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's offering a solution to somebody's problem. And if people are asking for something and you can fill the need, try it. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. But we also were smart enough to know that we needed to bring in other, we needed to bring in help. (laughs) We needed to bring in other people who were invested in doing these gatherings. And 
also be able to bring in somebody else to be able to oversee it because we knew that our capacity was at its max, right? And so we had to like kind of open up our little space of like comfort and just open it up and say, okay, like bring in the right people to run the chapters, right? We had to find somebody um, and we have an amazing person, Kimberly, who's on our team, who is a member as well. Um, she's the coordinator, like she's overseeing all of the details of each of the gathering locations. So we had to create those positions and those rooms in our business Mm -hmm. to be able for them to be filled, to be effective and show up to the highest quality that we expect out of ourselves. So that was a little bit different. We were trying to do it all by ourselves before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was on planes driving or flying all over the country to launch chapters and do all this stuff. And it just was like, it, it wasn't scalable. It wasn't, we couldn't do it. And so we were smarter and we really knew what lane we wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. And so we really wanted to encompass the whole businesswoman, not just focus on just networking. Like we want to be able to encompass the all, we want to be able to help a woman crush that goal, whether it's to get to six figures or take an idea from idea to launch. Like, what do you need? And we have got the, we have got the platform to be able to support you wherever that is. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So many things. One piece that you guys do really, I mean, you did, you do so many things so well, but one thing that I know is talked about a lot in the community is the, what need do you fill? What problems do you solve? And I know this is an exercise that both you and Terry have people walk through a lot is writing out all of the problems you solve in business. And even, I think you do, you guys do a top 20 list. Is it 20? Yeah. Yep. What needs are you filling? And so Ava, I think about it every time, whenever you guys start talking about, it, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Where's my list? You know, like I need to go back to this. It help, it's helpful for content. It's helpful for meetings that you're in. It's, it's helpful for so, so many things, right? Actually, oh, no, huge. what do you help people with? I mean, one of my main focuses is helping people specifically female business owners with anxiety and stress. And I know that we have it, right? Even if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, like the minute the words brought up, like you have anxiety, like, hello, I was there. Like, I get it. And it it wasn't just based on me needing a product, you know, like solution. I also needed to shift things in my life, you know? And so I'm totally under, I'm I'm not just like a product pusher and not like a, let's find the root cause of the stress and this issue, right? You know, Give me your big toe and I'll save your life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a little bit, there's one piece, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And so I love, I love that about, you know, where you guys come from to say, you guys are doing that. Like you're telling us to do it, but you're looking at it at yourself. Like, you know, there was a need that needed to be filled that people needed to move back in person again. And that's so important. And I think that your members, the members in Refine are very heart centered, are Mm -hmm. very, you know, we are focused on truly helping, not because we're forced to, you know, right. um, we're not forced to help. But I say that because there are networking groups, right. That, you know, in joining, you are required to do X, Y, or Z. Well, yeah. we don't need to require anyone to do mm-hmm. these things. They just want to connect like such a cool story. But um, one of the gals, which I absolutely need to have her on the show, Jenny Lowe, uh, she's mm-hmm. a photographer in our Love local her. area. So amazing. Yeah. You can't not love Jenny. And um, every single meeting that she's been to, we've been meeting right October, November, December, January. So four months, right? Yeah. Um, she has found a solution at every single meeting. She's immediately said what her need is. 
at the meeting and, you know, without knowing all the details, like one of the things that we yeah. asked in the group, you know, is how can we bless your socks off? Right. She has asked for something and every single meeting she's received it. So one of the last things, or one of the very first meetings she brought up that she's been um, wanting to find a place to do photography indoors because her business is really limited here in Wisconsin in the winter because she doesn't have a studio. And sitting there at our table was a realtor who is at a, she sits at, um, you know, the model home. And she says, we're always looking to partner with people to use our model home so we can get more people in here. That's genius. Right? I just like get chills thinking about it. So now Jenny and Megan are working together to do Jenny's events called Headshot Happy Hour. Yes. And all these female business owners. And they're doing it in a beautiful setting, right? They've got a kitchen, they've got a living room, they got stairs, they got outdoors, they got, you know, and it's staged, like she doesn't have to do all that. And it's, you know, it's always white and, you know, all yes. the beautiful things, yes. right? Yeah. And so now it's a combination. It's helping everybody. And now members in the group are hearing about it, right? And are booking these sessions. How crazy, like that one ask. And the one person happening to sit at our table, like totally a God thing, right? We're not going to talk coincidence right here. Like that's totally a God yeah. thing. It then got her a location and earned her, you know, more business immediately. And it's things like that, that it's like, that couldn't happen on Zoom. I'm sorry. Like it just, that's not, that's not going to happen in a phone call. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen sitting around in a circle, right? So I just cool stories that can happen when you're networking, when you're in community with people that are like-minded, I think is super great. So whether you have a refined chapter in your area or yes, we do have online. I know I just said you can't do that on Zoom, but like we do a really good job. Yeah. at having like- I personally love virtual, but anyways, that's where I yeah. hang out yeah. every <laughs> week. But again, like I also did oven rent, like I ran and I understand the impact of the, the in-persons too, as well too. But I love that story because again, it's like one of hundreds. And some of the things that I talk about too, when people are like, why is refined different? And I was like, cause here's the thing that I know to be true without a shadow of a doubt, you will never meet more women who are servant leaders. Mm-hmm. Like they genuinely want to help you in yeah. any capacity that they can. And if you can find me another organization that runs as many servant leaders through this, as many collaborations and stories like you just told of Jenny's, I would love to see it because I have yet to find it. And that's why like a lot of people come, not everybody stays Mm -hmm. because if you're here to sell something, then it's not our, like, that's not your jam. If you just want to get a quick sale and get out, but if you want to grow relationships and we talk about this too, and uh, we just did a post on it last week is your network is your net worth. And that story is a definitely just a huge indication of that. Like it's, again, you may not even, they may have not even had that a great relationship yet, but because of this, yeah. I mean, they will just continue to do business with each other. And again, it's collaboration connection. Like this is the heartbeat of business. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love where this show episode ends. (laughs) Like it's so fun. You just never know. Like I know we, before we hit the record button, we're like, we just need to hit record. We just, you know, we could talk for hours and I know that we absolutely could. So I'll probably have to have you on the show again. And Terry, you know, I just, I had to like have you on first though. (laughs) No, thank you so much for having me on. It's great. It's always great connecting and um, just being able to just talk real, right? Like this is real business. This is inside 
behind the scenes and, and different things like that. So absolutely getting to peer into other people's businesses, actually my favorite part about, you know, having people on the podcast and getting in person with people and connecting, like what's really going on, you know, in your business. So I would love for you to share, like what currently, like, how can people get connected, you know, with refine with you? Um, you know, what do you guys have going on that maybe they could get, you know, connected with or in would love yeah. to love to share. Yeah, absolutely. So the, um, the biggest thing is the our refined community, right? Like that is um, a just a, it's it's such a beautiful beginning to grow the relationship. Um, to be totally honest, and so if you go to refinedcommunity.com, there's a spot on there where you can learn to be a VIP guest. And it's, I believe it's on the right-hand side. You just click that button and then you can find a chapter that's closest to you. If you've got one in your area or the, uh, I believe the top one on the left is the virtual option. And uh, you can join us for a virtual gathering as well. I know that the in-person are awesome, but I personally love the virtual too, because you can connect with people from all across the country as well too. So um, I would just love for anybody that's interested in just learning more about what we are and what we're all about and what do we do? What does it look like inside? Again, join us for, and be a VIP guest. Um, Come check us out. And um, the worst thing that can happen is you can meet some really awesome ladies. Like that is (laughs) the worst thing that can happen. It is literally come as you are. Um, it is very personable and, um, it is just a really great place to just truly be authentic and you and bring you into, um, whatever that is, you know, your business and all of that good stuff too. So that's the best way to find out what we're up to, um, to contact with, connect with me directly. Um, you can always email me. It's just Jen at keeping it personal.com. If there's anything that I can do to connect or support you or encourage you at all, um, please feel free to reach out. Um, I always love meeting new people and, getting the opportunity to find out um, about them and their businesses and and all that stuff like that too. So, um, but thank you so much for having me on and this great conversation. And I hope there's some good takeaways and nuggets, you know, like to be able to, for anyone that's listening to just be like, go grow your relationships. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the takeaway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go invest in relationships, go network, go build your tribe of people, mm-hmm. your business besties. It's yep. the best thing. I love that. And you know, I didn't realize this since I've been networking my, I feel like my whole life, you know, my dad kind of taught me how to do it back when I was in like my teenage years. And I've just always just kind of known it's something that has come natural. And now I have people ask me questions about it and I'm like, Oh, wait, like this isn't a known thing. This isn't something that everybody knows all the details and how to, and like showing up and all of that. And so tomorrow's episode is actually all about how to network, like the tiny little details. Oh, and I'm so obvious, you know, to you and I, Jen, because we're used to this networking, but just simple things like what do you need to come prepared with mm-hmm. and what can you expect at a meeting. And I've been to so many different ones that I know some of the things that are going to be the same through and through. And so you guys will definitely want to tune into that. If you're like, Hey, I actually have no idea what I would do or where I would go, or how do I find, you know, groups to be a part of. And so tune into that episode. So good. Yes. And as always, if you, um, 
want to chat more, my favorite, favorite spot to chat is Instagram. You can find me at Tina Pettis anywhere. I'm the only Tina Pettis in the world. Thankfully, um, there's only room for one of me, um, but Instagram is my favorite spot. And if you would share this podcast with someone else that, you know, love, like trust all of those things, I would love that. So have a great day. And we will be back tomorrow, um, with how to network and tips on doing all of that beautiful stuff.